0: In the post-wrestling office. I'm getting confused. Post-office West. Post-office, post-wrestling cafe. It's all the same. All right. How are you? (laughs) Doing well, man. Doing well. Doing well. I am... uh... This is the last show I'm going to have a voice for today. I don't know how you did
1: all three last last week with the up-next combo. I I got up next this week. And then um, you and I just ended up chatting for three hours
0: about 1998 for whatever reason. (laughs) We should have recorded it. And now we're doing this show. (laughs) Uh... I mean, yeah, no, you know, I think you and I will get used to it. It's, it's just kind of the, what other job do people talk this much for? I guess.
1: Imagine, imagine <laughs> hosting like a, uh, like morning show and you're on the yeah. air for, but I mean you get like Howard Stern, what he used to do, like a show every single day. Like. Yeah. But I also feel like you have commercial breaks built in, you get a break, you get like a recharge. Mm-hmm. Like we just go, we, we,
0: we hit record and we are talking nonstop Thursdays, especially Thursdays, I, I would say are, are kind of like the days where we cram everything, especially if we got up next, you know, yeah, when, to do. It, when it's like three
1: shows in one day, that's, those are the ones where you feel it. And uh today's show of the cafe hangout uh we have a few announcements to make we have a lot of news to catch up on over the past day or so Uh, um no guests today we're just going to kind of dedicate it to calls and chatting the news you guys are our guests today you guys are always a guest so if you'd like to dial in on skype you can just search us uh just look for post wrestling we're easy to find on skype and you can skype in at any time as well as call in at any time yeah so
0: skype, skype of course is completely free uh for you to call just download the app or uh whatever skype on on your computers search for post wrestling but if you have access to a phone in the u.s you can dial in at
1: 732-800-4423 that is 732-800-4423 uh we'll be going to calls whenever we get them so feel free to call in
0: at any point over the next hour Colin Henderson in the chat room is informing us he's a teacher. He talks for 4 to 6 uh, teachers five to six hours teachers a day, have so. unbelievable stamina. You
1: have right? a speed that's for sure. Yes. I I uh, my mom was a teacher and you know she would tell me like it can be exhausting. Like you mm-hmm. do, imagine doing that for not just the fact that you're around probably young children that have hyper yeah. energy throughout the day, but then you have to communicate to them. Like that's um i I think teaching is a very um underappreciated profession
0: it's uh, how old how old did your mom teach uh it ranged she had she she taught all over elementary school because like when it comes to younger kids it's kind of like half babysitting Mm -hmm. and then half trying to while you're babysitting making sure that they leave your class with life lessons Mm -hmm. and that's that's a very tough task so much respect to all the teachers out there well uh what, what do you want to start off with do we have a few announcements to make yeah actually before we kind of get going i wanted to make mention of a couple contests that we have coming up here and uh i'm announcing them here first on the post wrestling cafe the first of which of course the new japan cup brackets are out um this is uh, new japan pro wrestling's annual single elimination tournament this year it's a 32 man tournament and as such we are putting on a little contest of our own a little predictions contest this is march madness but in a wrestling sense and thank you very much again for chris engler to uh set this up we have um postwrestling.com slash nj cup is where you can submit your brackets and uh everything's listed there please uh we know that david finley was currently announced uh to be missing this show but Uh, whoever his replacement is, just replace David Finley with that name. Uh, Fill out your brackets, submit them, and add your name under prediction title, I've been told to say. So, uh, entries are going to be accepted until the first date of the New Japan Cup. Uh, We will be giving out prize to the winner and to the runner-up items from the post-wrestling store. So, congratulations uh, in advance for people who uh, do well, and that's it. Sorry, I'm just all over the place. There's so much shit going on. Um, Our second contest. This one uh, is a bit more immediate. This is our MSG selfie promo contest. You and I have done like selfie promo contests in the past where we've invited people to cut promos and submit them to us. Uh, But this year, we actually have an incredible prize. One of our listeners, he's also an executive producer. His name is Joe LeBeau. He purchased tickets to the Madison Square Garden show uh, from New Japan and Ring of Honor occurring during WrestleMania weekend. However, his plans have thus uh, recently changed, and he won't be able to make the show. This show is sold out, uh, and he's got two extra tickets that he wanted to offer to some of our listeners. So, uh, the best way we could uh, think about to give these tickets away was to put on a selfie promo contest. So, we are asking you, if you want these tickets... To the G1 Supercard show in New York in 30 seconds, tell us why you want to face Jay White at Madison Square Garden. Why you want to face Jay White at Madison Square Garden. Yes. Cut a promo oh, on right. Jay White. So in
1: theory, you would have to you are bypassing the New Japan Cup.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So uh email your entries to info dot postwrestling.com. I mean, obviously there are plenty of other ways. That you can reach us as well. Um, but we suggest that you send your videos to info at postwrestling.com or your links to your videos next week on this show. We will get Joe on the line to uh, help us judge and pick a winner. Uh, so you have one week to send those. We the deadline will be Thursday of next week. All right, let's go to the uh, phone lines and who is this calling? Hello. Hey. Yes, I just
2: wanted to talk about Daniel Bryan. Okay, I think Daniel Bryan is uh, coming to his own. Like this is what he's been wanting his whole career, and it's amazing what he's what he's accomplished. What do you think?
0: Coming into his own as a heel, or what do you mean? Because he's been in his own for a a long time, I would say.
2: Well, I mean that uh, he's finally become the world champion that we've kind of
1: always wanted him to be. Hmm. He's definitely in the midst of a really, uh, I think, strong character run at the moment. Um, and, and I think that this, you know, this obvious change in plans uh, for, for WrestleMania, I think it gives him a a hotter program than what the original plan was. I mean, if we see this Kevin Owens match go through, I think we're all expecting now that it's going to be Kofi Kingston in that spot. That gives him a really strong babyface to work with. And that's kind of been the... The hidden ingredient in this Daniel Bryan run has been, you know, that concern that is this guy going to be so entertaining that the fans turn him? And that certainly wasn't the case with AJ Styles. And now you have a babyface in Kofi Kingston that I think it's going to be similar, that they are going to be backing the babyface, And Daniel Bryan can just be an excellent heel leading into it. So I think that this has turned out very well for Bryan's WrestleMania program. That's happened by complete coincidence that Kofi has landed in this role.
0: mm mm-hmm. I certainly feel like, you know, expectations for this Daniel Bryan heel run have been completely exceeded, you know, like when he first, when he first turned heel, um, I mean I think like everybody has enough confidence in the guy to know that he had something you know he would do really well but I I certainly couldn't foresee how well this character this is this uh, anti-materialistic character has taken off and certainly now with 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 a with a baby face like Kobe Kofi Kingston working with him I think it could be really taken to the next level so you know if you if 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 caller if you're saying like he's really kind of achieving what he's always wanted to. You could be right. I certainly already kind of grade this as, you know, maybe creatively my favorite run of his, maybe even more so than, you know, his uh, WrestleMania 30 run.
2: Well, I would agree because uh, that that seemed like it was something that nobody really wanted as far as uh, the company. So he's really achieved more than I I thought he would ever be able to achieve after those uh, seven bucks.
1: Yeah, I agree. And thank you very much for the call. I think that, that you can certainly look at where he was six months ago versus today. And that, that turn, I think, mm-hmm. was instrumental in him uh, finding his footing since he came back
0: because he was he was not lighting the world on fire last no. summer. Like the matches, I would say, weren't great. I would say, you know, eh, you can kind of blame whoever. Um, but I I would say his return as a babyface was somewhat underwhelming, you know? Just given the fact that the return was so unexpected that you felt you figured
1: you can ride this wave for months of just the novelty of him being back. And they wore that out quick. Yeah, they They wore it out really quick. I mean, the first Mm -hmm. program was Big Cass. Mm -hmm. So
0: there was certainly issues uh, going around there. But I mean, I'm sure Brian himself recognized that. And, you know, again, like he, from all accounts, it seemed like he was the one who requested this heel turn. Mm -hmm. And clearly he wouldn't have done it unless he had some great ideas. And clearly he did. Um,
1: So my understanding was that uh, the decision to do this switch uh, involving Kevin Owens was made at some point last week um, to, to go with this. And it wasn't flat out told to me that, they're doing daniel bryan and kofi kingston but like it was described to me as a switch and i'm Hmm. like i'm expecting it to be bryan and kingston i guess not a triple threat well i i think that you can leave the door open that if Mm -hmm. if something happens like they they could somehow involve them but i i would say that i feel pretty confident that kofi kingston is involved in that in that main event like i think that's fairly obvious from watching the television Uh, Another thing we we can talk about, um, Dave Meltzer mentioned this on his uh, Wrestling Observer program, and I have heard the same, and that's uh, that Tommaso Ciampa is dealing with some kind of an injury at the moment, and it seems like that has uh, adjusted plans this week. The severity of this injury, we don't know, but obviously that could throw in a number of potential issues that they have to deal with, given Ciampa you would figure is, is... going to be in a major match at takeover presumably with johnny gargano they've also just been called up to the main roster so uh, i think that it's it's going to be tough because the tv has not aired yet for nxt that if there's if it's a significant injury they probably want to keep it quiet until they have an idea of what to do and when all this stuff airs on television Mm -hmm. uh, because it kind of defeats kind of some of the programming they've already Uh. taped for nxt it's it's very tough but again like i i don't know How severe the injury is, and Mm. like it was told to me that like he had been working through this, and the hope was he could work through WrestleMania with it, and now I guess that's that's
0: where where they're at now, figuring can he or not? You know, again, it's there's never a good time to be injured, Uh, but especially now, I I would say maybe seems like the worst time for Tommaso Ciampa to to finally have his injuries catch up to him because he's being featured on raw and on smackdown and on nxt getting the most you know um uh, exposure he's ever had in his career set to uh, from all accounts you know uh take part in a major match at take takeover as the nxt champ- champion
1: um which you have to imagine is the priority at the moment is can we it's not so much getting him back onto tv right now it's oh, let's make sure you can do takeover and if you can't do that um then that's obviously that Throws a lot of plans out the window.
0: You know, but I will say, like, it's not like, you know, NXT hasn't dealt with this before, you know, like they've changed things on a whim due to injury, and I think we can all accept it. Maybe the silver lining is that he won't have, you know, this weird main roster debut uh, occur, and that by the time he actually is healed and ready to go, they will take proper care for him and, and Gargano. Yeah, so
1: we'll continue to monitor that and hopefully, you know, get an update and, yeah, you know, it's just I don't know what the severity is. Let's move on. Uh there's a few other oh, well, well, there's a lot of news going on at the moment. Um The Shield, uh Roman Reigns is expected to be back on Raw on Monday. And it seems like the idea was that they're either going to do a three on three or a four on four match. I would presume that would be at fast lane. Uh, but one of the issues is still Seth Rollins, who um Again, Dave Meltzer reported that he has been cleared for limited, uh, physical involvement at the moment, uh, but not a full clearance yet. So I guess everything is kind of, um, you know, Mm -hmm. cognizant on Seth being fully cleared before you can set that match up. But that would seem to make the most sense for, for Fastlane to do a shield reunion. And as of Monday, they were just debating if it would be three on three or
0: four versus four. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It makes sense to me. I think, uh, now is really the only time you can do it, and um, I'd, I'd be very curious to see where they put Roman afterwards for Mania. One more time, we are
1: going to the phone lines. Who is this calling?
3: Eric from Sudbury. Can hey, you can
1: hear me okay? Eric, we can hear you. How are you?
3: Oh, perfect, great. How's it going?
1: We're doing pretty well. Who do you think Roman Reigns should be matched at with uh, at WrestleMania with? Who makes the most sense uh, this many weeks out?
3: Oh, were you asking me?
1: Yeah. I'm putting you on the I hot seat I have no here.
3: idea. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's... Uh, that's quite the hot seat. Uh, I didn't even know he was cleared, to be honest with you. I was calling to ask about the UFC card. I, I guess I'm not keeping in touch with my wrestling enough.
1: Well, let's chat about UFC then.
3: Yeah, it's a really exciting card. Uh, top to bottom. I think this is the best one of the year so far. That's fair to say, yeah.
1: Definitely. I I think it's the deepest card. I'm really looking forward to this pay-per-view on Saturday. Do you want to run through it quickly, John? Uh, We can't. Well, what what are you looking forward to, Eric?
3: Oh, man, I'm excited for so much. Uh, The first thing that pops into mind is probably Robbie Lawler versus Ben Askren. You know, it's an exciting stylistic matchup. We haven't seen Askren at the top level, and I think a lot of us want to see what Robbie Lawler has left in the tank, too.
1: Yeah. I think there's a lot of questions with Robbie Lawler. I think this is a very big test for Ben Askren that if he can, you know, Robbie Lawler has outstanding takedown defense. That was a big asset that he had with with Johnny Hendricks. Um, And Johnny Hendricks was able to get him down near the end. But I think that this is um, certainly that's going to be the test for Ben Askren because standing with Robbie Lawler, I mean, that that becomes Robbie Lawler's fight.
3: Yeah, we've seen Ben Askren get hit before, too, uh, on the feet uh, against lower-level opponents. But we'll see what happens. This is definitely an exciting one. Robbie's coming off that big injury that's had him out for over a year. So, uh, very exciting fight.
1: Yeah, I mean, some of the undercard fights as well. I think um, Jeremy Stevens and Zabit Magomed Sharapov, that's a very big fight. Yeah, for... that's a
3: big one. That's a big Misha l- Surkinov and Johnny Walker.
1: Yeah, I mean, Johnny Walker beats Misha Surkinov. He gets catapulted in that light heavyweight division, and I think he leapfrogs several potential contenders and is right in that upper mix because, man, once we're looking <laughs> post-Anthony Smith, I mean, it's pretty dire when it comes to light heavyweight contenders at the moment yeah. that are realistic for John Jones. Uh, like Johnny Walker becomes in a really interesting spot.
3: Yeah, there's definitely some, uh, for the first time in years, there's actually some movement at light heavyweight. We got guys like, uh, you said, Johnny Walker, Anthony Smith, Thiago Santos, and, um, Volcan Ozdemir, Dominic Reyes. So there's some exciting prospects, but none of them feel like they're ready for John Jones at this point. Is that fair to say?
1: Absolutely. I, I don't think any of them would be, yeah. um, any arguments would be made for them, but um, that's got, kind of, if John Jones is, is willing to fight, I mean, these are, these are your candidates you're looking at. I would say Tiago Santos at this point looks as viable as, as any next contender, but uh, with Johnny Walker, I oh, mean, fantastic. Johnny Walker, that's a highlight reel that I think it's going to, that, is and Tiago Santos like realistically those are the kinds of challengers you can you can build up and just based on the clips that you have at your disposal but I'm also not overselling um Johnny Walker here against Misha Serkinov like this is a real test for him if he can beat a Misha Serkinov um I I think this is a very very big test for Johnny Walker we shouldn't necessarily write off Serkinov
3: Oh, you're yeah, right, 100%. I think it's a test for Misha Serkinov, too, because he really needs a win. He's had a couple rough outings against the likes of Ouzomir and Govert-Deixeira. I think he needs to get on a win streak to really um, catapult his name even to getting on to main cards at this point. I, I had a lot of uh, confidence that he would ascend to the top of the division, and that really hasn't happened yet, so uh, I'm hoping he pulls it off.
1: How about Tyron Woodley and Kamara Usman?
3: I think that's a really difficult fight to call. Uh We've, we know how Woodley fights. We know what he's capable of. He has the best takedown defense in the UFC. He, his right hand could put anybody out. But I feel like we don't know everything about Kamaru's yet. He's been dominant. He's shown high-level wrestling. But uh, what else does he have? We know his striking's okay. We've seen that against RDA. And sorry, I'm forgetting who he knocked out. Uh, I think it was three fights ago. But So there's something in there. But is that the same level of Tyron Woodley? Will he be able to like manage the timing and distance to get in, like uh, some success that Rory McDonald had? Uh, we'll find out. I would put my money on Woodley.
1: Yeah, I, I'm leaning Woodley in that fight as well. I think that I, I think this could be a very strategic fight. That's probably going to go five rounds. I don't know if it's going to be the most exciting <laughs> fight given the the styles, but I, I do feel that that Tyron Woodley. I just feel this stage of his game just has. More tools, but Usman, you're right. Like there's there's a lot of just unknowns about Usman because uh, this is absolutely the the toughest fight he has ever had. I think by a notable margin. Like with all due respect to where Damian Maya is, and even the RDA fight that he had, I feel that Woodley in 2019 is several steps above.
3: Yeah, of course, Woodley's the toughest fight for anybody a welterweight right now. With all due respect to the likes of Stephen Thompson or Colby Covington or even Rory McDonald.
1: Way what what is the big fight you will be
0: curious about on Sunday morning I mean I think anytime John Jones gets gets in there it's it's pretty interesting uh you know like it or not he is maybe the best of of this current generation so I'll I'll, I'll be very curious to see you know how he looks um hey Eric are 14 to 1 odds enough that you
1: would would throw some money on Anthony Smith or is there absolutely no possible way Anthony Smith is uh pulling off an upset here
3: Ooh, fourteen to one. I thought it was seven to one. Fourteen to one. Is...
1: I thought I heard that today. Ooh. I'm not. I'm not the <laughs> odds maker, but I. I could have sworn I heard fourteen to one odds today. But yeah, it, anyway, no, it's a lot to a little. I think I would. <laughs> what about seven to one? Odds? I think I would.
3: I'm not giving him much of a chance, but with those odds, ooh, anything could happen. We saw Matt Sarah have beat George St Pierre. Anything could happen.
1: Yep. All right. Well, thanks a lot for the call, Eric. It should be a really interesting card Thank on you. on Saturday night. Yeah. Minus 800 favorite is John Jones. It's a pretty wide gap between him and uh, Anthony Smith. And yes, we will have a post show on Saturday night. Uh, Some of the other fights that are happening, Cody Garbrandt, he's coming off those two losses to TJ Dillashaw's take on Pedro Munoz, Uh, Diego Sanchez versus Mickey Gall. And uh, Edmund Shabazian, who is managed by Ronda Rousey's fight management company, uh, he's taking on Charles Bird on the Fight Pass prelims. What does beginning. that mean? She, she's
0: an investor, or what? Uh,
1: she's she's part of a management for like she runs a management company, so they just help support young huh. and upcoming fighters. So okay. he's one of their clients. Uh, we have another call here. Who is this calling in?
2: Hey, how you doing? Who's
1: this? Uh, it's John and waiting.
2: How are you?
1: Oh Christ! I just walked right into that one. <laughs> What's on your mind, Brandon? Oh my God, Brandon, are you gonna how make it? How are you,
2: man? We're doing yeah, swell. I'm doing great. I'm doing well, man. I'm excited. <laughs> I well, can tell. I'm t- I'm tickled pink. How are you?
0: I'm doing great, man. Awesome.
2: And hey, what? Wait, wait. I, I I was curious. Uh, how do you feel about Croton Croton uh, Croton Gracie and his uh comments about the Earth being uh? being flat
0: and it's utterly ridiculous crouton gracie um yeah i
2: i like the guy i like the guy throwing you this stupid
0: shit come on oh, dude man. well i know again I, i'm a fan of his jujitsu, but like as a person oh, no i just i i i really don't have that much opinion it's 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 ridiculous what was the quote I mean, you can't you can't say it's not uh, the earth isn't flat unless you get into a rocket God, uh, yeah i yeah. mean
2: Unless you're gonna do join Space
0: Force, right? Well, I actually looked into some of this stuff yesterday because, I mean, you know, we've kind of been through it in wrestling with AJ Styles as well, right? And oh. uh, and actually, a few more people. Um, but it's it's not it's not that. <laughs> is it an
1: alarming number?
0: It's it's that. I I would say one is an, an alarming number, but um, I think it's more so that they feel like somehow all of this is just a construction. I don't. I don't want to give him any press. It is, but I will say it's. It was. It, it's disappointing to hear any adult feel that way. Well, some people can be right, and other people can be wrong. Gracie. Oh. Well, <laughs> oh my oh no, he's gonna fall off his you chair. You broke him. I broke Damn. him. What else is on All your right, mind? I
2: popped big for that one, John. I I popped big for that one.
0: What else is on your mind, Brandon?
2: You popped the radio for that, John. Good job.
1: Do you, have, do you have a lot of free time now since Jordan hasn't been regularly uh, doing shows of late?
2: Yeah, what's up with that? Man? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't <laughs> talked to him lately.
1: I don't know what his
0: schedule is like.
2: No, I just work and listen to podcasts while I'm
0: driving my, my truck. What do you do? What's your job? I, I'm, I'm a UPS overnight freight operator. Oh, okay. We know actually another UPS uh, driver who... Uh, the, the person who gave us these these uh, wonderful Samoas. Our man Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: You guys get me through tonight.
0: Wonderful Well that's what we're here for Is that it? You just want to th- talk about Flat Earthers? No
2: <laughs> No I mean They've been trying to just land on the dark side of the moon So that you can see the earth from there I mean come on it's, These guys are crazy yeah. I mean Kyrie Irving Got to pro wrestlers Come on dude. get it. Read a book Yeah. You ever been down those rabbit holes on YouTube About Flat Earthers? It's crazy No it's I, don't,
1: crazy. I don't have the flashlight capacity To go
0: down those those rabbit holes <laughs> <laughs> All righty, I think uh I think we, we, we I love this
2: way be a shepherds hook. I luck. Uh 14, 14 to 1 odds. I, I would definitely take a uh flyer. 25. Am I
1: wrong? Are those the odds? Is, is it 14 to 1 or That's am I exaggerating? I thought it was 14 yeah. to 1. I
2: yeah, I think some places are 14 to 1 and some okay. are 7 I don't know. It, it it's, it's a mixed bag. It's a it's a whole other kettle of fish. But yeah, I'd take a flyer. It's fun.
1: You know, you and, you, and you absolutely you never say the that there's no
0: way a guy can win. I think that's very much a, a how whole. much would you? How much would you put? I like put zero. There. Like I would not. Well, not <laughs> you. Specific. Okay, how about you, Brandon? Because like to me, like if odds are that that bad, I'm like, I think I would rather keep my ten dollars. You know, even if it was a bet that was that low. I mean, I
2: I, I mean, I'm like WCW's the gambler. I put like a ten dollar <laughs> Patreon donation on it.
0: All right. Okay. Well best of luck,
1: man. Okay. Will you call in next week, Brandon, when uh, Anthony Smith is uh the new light heavyweight champion and we're looking at uh Anthony Smith and Johnny Walker headlining a pay per view in 2019.
2: Oh my god. I think Danoy would be so I think he would have a meltdown. Thanks for I think looking... he would have a meltdown like Rousey and uh, and uh and uh and uh Becky Lynch are having on Twitter right now.
1: Yes, we will get to that. All right. Thanks a lot for the call, Brandon.
2: I love you guys. I'm out of here. We
1: love you Later, too. Later, Brandon. Oh, man. The best. Brandon from New Jersey.
0: <laughs> no, I see, I, like, it's contagious. I want to start laughing yeah. like him too. I, I should have I been ready for that. Uh, who is this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I still have this belief that, like, we are going to get wrong people calling in that don't know who we are. Let us continue. We're getting quite a lot of calls today. Who is up next? Hello? Yes. You're on the line with yeah, John uh, and Wei. How are you?
4: Uh, it's Hansy.
1: Oh. Wow, you sound much different, Hansy. Yeah. Is this a real Hansy or is this a, an impersonator?
4: Probably my Illuminati clone. I don't oh, know. Oh, <laughs> that's you.
1: That's you. I can hear you now. You, uh, you you, feel like you have a different connection or something. You sound much uh, clearer than usual.
4: Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm using... Like, I, I normally have a couple of... I have, like, two phones, so I'm using, like, probably the better one, probably. So... That's probably why, it's so I'm you, all
1: clear. Hansi, are you admitting on the air that you, you use a burner? Do you have a burner phone?
4: So, so I don't have a burner phone. I, I, I got a new phone, but the older phone, I, I didn't want to just throw it out, right? So I still use that to, like, browse the internet or use, like, YouTube and all of that, right? So I normally call on the Google Hangouts, and uh, I decided to use my actual phone this time.
1: Hansi, is, is the earth round?
4: Yeah, of course. I'm not one of those. Conspira- I'm a conspiracy guy, but i know, I'm not like on that, on that level of conspiracy. I, I, I think that's like a, uh, a disinformation thing. I think like they, uh, they kind of put that out there. So like, I just hate that flat earth movement. I, I don't know how that one got started. I, I hate that one so much.
1: All right. I probably shouldn't push it forward, uh, and keep, <laughs> th- keep discussing it. But what did you want to chat about today?
4: Uh, I, I got two things. Uh, with uh, the Kofi Kingston thing, I thought it was well executed while getting him out of the match, right? Like, I I, like I was legit pissed off about it, right? So I guess it worked. But um, my question to you guys is, would you, like, do you think for, like, the next two weeks he shouldn't be on television? Because I kind of hated, like, even though he was, like, more upset than you, like, he wasn't, like, all happy later on when he came out for the tag match. Mm-hmm. I just hate that he has to go, he's going to go back to, like, being, like, the, the super positive the next w- couple of weeks until maybe he does something, right? And that's always been my critique of the New Day. Whenever, like, I've never been able to buy into some of their feuds, even though, like, they're good characters and everything like that. I always feel like whenever they get attacked by somebody, next week they'll come out all happy. And I, I, I despise that so much. I, I always thought that it should transition from being kind of borderline comedy actually being serious and if this is like a way to get them to become a lot more serious i don't have a problem with it but my question to you guys do you think for the next couple of weeks he should kind of be off tv and we don't see him or do you think they should still have a presence um towards the build uh uh, for this
1: well i think that you you don't want to forget about kofi i think that there should there there's a way to to balance that um it, it almost like i I don't even know how you would utilize him at fast lane. Um, certainly, there's there's a way to incorporate him, but you're right. Like you do need to put, you need to have the audience still wanting to see Kofi Kingston
0: prevail in all of this. Yeah, in the end, he is your main character. Yeah, but you know, much like we're we're seeing now with Becky Lynch, like you, they can only suspend so many people, right? That you know because they have a pay per view coming up. Or so. arrest them or arrest them i think i think the trick is is to keep kofi kingston in the back of everybody's minds continue to heat him up even though i think everybody already wants it but to keep him you know uh like fighting and i think hansu you're absolutely right i don't necessarily want to see the pancakes i don't really want to like let's take a break from the unicorns for a little bit and have him appear to be a little bit more pissed off i think you have to keep giving him strong wins over people so that you know uh it's undeniable that um he is the person for this for this role at wrestlemania i think he continues to campaign for kofi mania along with the rest of the new day and just build to to, to that to that ultimate reaction when he actually gets that shot
4: yeah i i i i agree with you guys uh the next question, and I'll, I'll let some other people come on. I, I don't want to take up all your time, with uh, this Batista and Triple H stuff. I mean, listen, I know they planted the seeds back at SmackDown 1000, and I'm not saying that like, the build can be good. I, I actually like what happened on Monday. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like I, I always subscribe to what like, you guys have said on your podcast for years, that Triple H isn't exactly the best guy. Like I know he'll get cheered being a good guy at times and all that, especially with his NXT stuff. But I, I you guys are the ones who kind of convinced me that I, I, I used to like think he was like a decent good guy. But the guy doesn't have any redeemable qualities as a good guy to me. Like I, I think he's such a dick that like, I, I you know what I mean? Like I, I'm glad Batista is a heel because Batista is a really good heel. But do you think this should have been for something else? Like do you think someone else will step in? Or do you think this really goes with Triple H and Batista? Because I just don't really buy uh, Triple H as the good guy in all this. I, I, like, like you guys have convinced me of that. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, like I mean, from the past, you guys mm. have always kind of made it clear that your know, Triple H isn't really the best good guy because the the guy just buries people or like, like even on the microphone. So I'm just wondering what you guys think of that. Do you think the roles are kind of messed up for this, or are you guys excited? for what's going to happen with
0: this feud. I feel much of this is down to what Batista probably wants. And I think he probably gets a much better kick out of playing a heel. Uh, he seems to have a lot more fun doing it. And certainly when you remember his last run coming in as a baby face, that wasn't necessarily met with a, a ton of, uh, you know, favor from the crowd. So I think it's probably his choice. Um, and I think to sacrifice, you know, what might be a bit more of a tepid reaction for a, Triple H babyface run you're going to see a spectacular Dave Batista heel character um, it's going to be a challenge that's for sure but you know Triple H the general manager on NXT or the whatever he is on NXT he's a great babyface but Triple H the wrestler we're so used to seeing and Triple H I guess the authority figure on Raw we're so used to seeing being a heel that it definitely will take a lot more convincing
1: yeah I think in this run up, he's very much going to be playing NXT Paul. And I, I think my issues with him as a babyface back in the day were more so just that I didn't feel it was, I thought it was very difficult to get heat on this guy because he typically was larger than the baby faces. And it was just, it was a harder character to get sympathy on because he was such a no nonsense heel that was always presented as, you know, this, this giant you know, the the big bodybuilder that was just tearing down all the baby faces that it became hard then to get sympathy on him. Um, it just was more effective as a heel. I, I don't think that this, like, I like the angle a lot on Monday, and I think the buildup is going to be, it's going to be one of the major programs for WrestleMania. So I think it'll be very good. But I was, I was thinking over the past few days of just something, that I don't even know if it would be better. It would just be different. And it would be with someone active is that, I wouldn't have done it this past week. You have the return this past week. And then next week you do a thing in the ring with, with Roman and Seth Rollins. And that's coming off of this week. And we do the exact same angle, but it's Batista dragging the cameraman and it's Dean Ambrose that he is just destroying. Mm -hmm. And that is, it's the unofficial reunion because you see the sympathy or the, the concern Roman and Seth have that he has, even though there's this fracturing of the relationship, Batista has taken out their brother and it's Batista. Roman is the WrestleMania match that Hmm. at least it's an active guy that, you know, Hunter is going to have his Hunter program at WrestleMania, but I just, I don't have a great answer for Roman's role at WrestleMania. Maybe they have a phenomenal idea, but that was just an idea that came to me that you still get the, that's the reason that the shield comes back together is that here they are pressed. And at the end of the day, they have this brotherhood amongst each other. And it's a way that it kind of writes off Dean as well. Like he is victimized by Batista and Batista has his program with Reigns.
4: Yeah, no, I, I, I see a group because Mark Henry on busted open, he actually presented that idea as well, that maybe triple H isn't triple H isn't the triple H isn't the guy. Maybe Roman Reigns is the guy because I mean, Roman Reigns is not going to get booed anytime soon. Everyone like loves the guy now. So I, I think that that would actually be – I wouldn't mind that program because I'm always of the belief, even if I don't think Roman Reigns should be getting overly poor sometimes, I, I'm of the belief that I would rather have a current guy get put over um put o- get put over get by someone who was a part-timer. You know, so I wouldn't mind that either if uh, Roman Reigns was a guy to face Batista. I wouldn't mind that program to happen whatsoever.
1: Yeah. But again, it's like, this This is the program Batista has wanted. Like, that was the reason he was coming back to work with Hunter. And it's and it's not a bad direction. It's going to be a big match. And you're right. It's just, I'm just looking at... I'm very curious what Roman ends up with at, at WrestleMania. Because I don't think there's that obvious um, program. We got to run, Hansi. But uh, thank you very much for the questions. Yeah, no
4: problem, man. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks,
0: Thanks Hansi. You. Yeah, I think it's... Oh. Um, As a, as a natural baby face and a natural heel, I think those two mesh really well, but something tells me that, you know, they, they want to get Hunter on, on, on Mm -hmm. mania. And I think Roman, mm. I
1: think Batista is going to be awesome in this run up to WrestleMania. I thought he was great on Monday and I think he's going to be great in the lead up.
0: I'm really curious to see what type of explanation he's going to give for, for attacking, uh, um, uh, uh, Ric Flair. And maybe we saw, you know, do we get a Randy or get invited to the birthday party? Do we get Randy Orton involved in any way? maybe uh, in the lead up to or after WrestleMania? Maybe for a week. Yeah. Maybe something like that. And do you think Batista sticks around after WrestleMania? Because he could potentially do a Roman Reigns program after that or or anything else.
1: Yeah, it's a good question. Um, He did last time. I don't see it being long. Like, he has a bunch of projects this year. Um, You know, he's got Dune. I think he's got, like, two or three movies and you also have Endgame coming out that he's going
0: to be probably promoting yeah i wonder how much he's not going to be in the movie uh, i guess he might be in the end of the movie but i don't think he'll be as part of oh the- is he not good uh, well he was one of the dusted ones oh right? that's right yeah so i guess uh, did, didn't he film stuff for Endgame or no yeah uh, yeah
1: i'm assuming you know at the end everybody comes back wow. so probably- regardless i mean he is that that dune project yeah, coming yeah, up. Yeah. i mean if he is going to be continuing i think it'd be a very short term after wrestlemania sure All right, we go back to the phone lines. Who is this calling in?
2: Hey, guys. Paul from New Jersey.
1: Hey, Paul. How are you? What's
0: up, Paul?
2: Uh, Doing great. Good to talk to you guys. Uh, First, I got to say, Brandon might have been my favorite call (laughs) post-wrestling so far. I (laughs) feel he's going to be the most
1: polarizing caller that we get.
2: Oh, man. And Hansi's a man, so I'll I'll try to do my best here. I just wanted to do two quick stories. um, Since the Hawking Talk man is going into the Hall of Fame, my two favorite moments of him was, uh, one was, I think it was SummerSlam 88. Um, Him and Dusty were facing each other, and before they'd even touched, before the bell had even rung, the place was going crazy, and I'm like, man, like, as a performer, that must be like the zenith, like, I think we saw it with Sami Zayn and Nakamura a couple years ago, where these guys have not even locked up, have not even done anything, and the place is losing its mind, and I just have to think, like, as a performer, that must be the greatest feeling in the world. Um, Mm. And
1: that's yeah. also the first comparison yeah. ever between Nakamura and the Honky Tonk Man, I think I've ever heard. But yeah, you're you're totally right.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how that could happen. Um, I'll try to do this one justice, but if I can't, if you guys just YouTube Luke Gallows and Honky Tonk Man, it'll come up. It is my favorite like shoot slash ref Oh, like this I I know story.
1: the story. I know the story that you're telling me.
2: It's yeah, it's um um so. Like, Hockey Talk Man strikes me as one of those guys. And is this where they're up, at? Like, like
1: They're at catering or something like that?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, I know the story. Is that like a... Yeah. Is it cool if I tell it? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, yeah, it was like a post-WrestleMania, um, you know, like catering thing. And, yeah, like, Hockey Talk Man to me is like, he doesn't realize how hilarious he is. He's like one of those people in life who's unintentionally funny and doesn't even know it. But I guess, like, uh, when Gallows was Festus and... Uh, I think Kurt Hawkins, he had went over to speak to the hockey talk man. And he is just like in a crowded area of wrestlers shooting on like everybody. And so they're like, man, maybe we should get up here. Cause this is a little uncomfortable, but there's a, a sushi tower and you know, Hawkins and gallows are goading him. And he goes, man, what a great spread here, Hawk. And the Honky talk man just looks at him and goes, eh, it's coming out of your check. You fucking Mark. And, Kurt Hawkins and Luke Gallows just lose it for like, a, minute and, a half. and I just, I always, I, I just, I always loved that story, but uh, yeah, I much deserve it, I, I really think, you uh, know what you want about the hockey talk, man, but uh, I had a lot of heat back in the day, and you know, I, I, you know, it's a Hall of Fame, so I put everyone in, but I, I look forward to it, I'm curious to see what his, uh, his speech will be like.
1: Yeah, the goal is entertaining speeches, and I'm sure he'll have one, so that's, uh... oh, definitely. That should be yeah one of the things to look out for at the Hall of Fame. But uh, thanks a lot for the call, Paul, and sharing the story. It's a very good one.
2: Thanks for taking my call, guys. Appreciate it.
1: All right. Um, before we get out of here, um, uh, PW Insider reporting Madison Rain has been uh, let go by Ring of Honor. Uh, I can also say um, Impact, they're coming back to Toronto with the pay-per-view on April 28th. They're going to be doing television tapings on the Monday night after the pay-per-view at, at the Rebel Um, we mentioned David Finley, he's out of the new Japan cup due to the shoulder injury. They have still not announced a replacement yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know who they're going to throw in there because, um, during this tour, ring of honor has their pay-per-view. So it's not like you can just pluck a ROH guy. That's probably figured into the pay-per-view. Um, may, maybe it's gonna end up being like one of
0: the young lions, or just yeah. you know somebody that is unaccounted for. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, rather than them going to the outside to to pick somebody else, I mean, I think they have a lot. Well, of I think people. it's just gonna be somebody that's. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think Finley would have gone over Tenzon and. Like, I don't think, if it's like Ren Narita. I don't see Ren Narita beating Tenzan, so mm-hmm. it might change some of the booking of the tournament, but mm-hmm. this is not as complex as the G1 to have a replacement and move mm-hmm. on. Uh, New Japan also announcing uh, several things. First of all, uh, tickets for the American Airlines uh, G1 show in Dallas go on sale March the 13th, 1 p.m. Eastern time, and they will be ranging from 50 to $300. Okay. What do you think of the prices? I think that they're smart to be pricing it in that range for a proper g1
0: show i think it's it's justified
1: yeah it's yeah. not so wild that i i think they'll have i don't think price will be a problem it's yeah. going to be how many people are interested in in traveling to this show and and yeah on a show that you know you're without
0: the elite do we get a sellout it'll be really interesting to see what the draw is right now without kenny and, and without the bucks and american I, Airlines center is big how big um talking. i
1: think it can hold like 18 wow okay hmm interesting i believe yeah
0: i'm very curious to see what the
1: what the what the attendance is uh and they've also announced they have secured the visas for their japanese talent to come to the u.s they made a whole like they had a separate post for it that hey don't worry (laughs) we got our visas (laughs) Visa's worked out (laughs) uh what else do we have here um walter and Trent seven announced for the uh Uh, They're going to unify the Progress uh, World and Atlas titles May the 5th. That's on the second day of the Super Strong Style 16 event in London. Uh, B. Priestley has joined AEW, as they announced in the latest Road to Double or Nothing video. MLW is going to be doing a live two-hour special on the Friday night on BN Sports, which will be their second night at the Melrose Ballroom with the Battle Riot uh, Battle Royal. So they haven't announced the time slot, but they're
0: pretty much going to be going head-to-head with TakeOver. With a two hour slot, I mean, they they don't really have much, you know, choice against that, do they? With WrestleMania,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, this is they like can. they're they're adding this to their like they're now oh. on the Saturday night and they're going to do this two hour special on on the Friday night. I so.
0: mean, I, right? Yeah, I guess there just aren't so many open spaces right now mm-hmm. to fit your shows in.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it gives people an added way to to watch it if that that's something. That, and listen, they with nxt on demand it's like yep i I think that and fight tv is airing a bunch of these different events you can Mm -hmm. actually i think it's like 120 dollars, and you get something like 20 plus events and that includes um the roh pay-per-view it includes impact's pay-per-view impact is just going to be on fight now it's not going to be streaming on twitch any longer oh so you do have to pay uh through fight to get that event which is shaping up to be an interesting card impacts put some Mm -hmm. interesting stuff onto that card and That is about it on the news front. Um,
0: All right. What are you doing this weekend? This weekend? Jesus. Um, I don't know. Are you ready for your vacation? It's coming up soon. Yeah, I think I'm maybe doing some preparation for that. Um, This weekend, I'm going back to visit my parents for a bit and uh, maybe doing other prep for our ice cap stuff.
1: Oh, Well, that sounds like so exciting, a very busy one. Yeah. Well, way if you are uh, you are free, and if you are free, you're invited to come over and watch the UFC paper on Saturday night. Uh, This place will be open for your presence if you so choose. I will watch the whole show with an empty chair next to it, and I'll put I'll put your name tag on it. I always
0: always appreciate the invite. I might not always accept it, but I always appreciate the invite. So that is code for thanks but I'm not going to be coming over on Saturday. But the invite has been made. Because I'll be over the next week, John. The next week? As we've just learned, as I've just learned, you will be having a birthday party. Oh, that's true. Oh, you'll be coming over multiple times because Fastlane is next weekend as well. So
1: lots of stuff coming up. Uh, Once again, you can join our New
0: Japan Cup contest. Yep, postwrestling.com slash NJcup. Or you can go up to the website and find the button right there as well. Uh, As we mentioned, we are going to have a selfie contest. Tell us in 30 seconds why you want to face Jay White at Madison Square Garden. And you could win tickets to the G1 Supercard during WrestleMania weekend. So please only apply if you are actually going to be down in New York during WrestleMania weekend. The first, uh, what is it? April 6th? Yes. April 6th, 2019. And next week, we will play your entries with Joe LeBeau, who will help us. Pick a winner.
1: Yes. And a final note, once again, me and Way, we are doing our live show, WrestleMania weekend, Sunday, April the 7th, noon, at the Broadway Comedy Club. We have just added a one-hour meet and greet at 11 a.m. So if you want to come for the Q&A, it's at noon, and you'll have two chances for the meet and greet. You can come at 11 a.m., or you can stick around after the show from 1.30 till 2.30, and then get off to head to WrestleMania later and, that night. And every
0: ticket gets you into the meet and greet for free, so... Or yes, for the price of the ticket is what I mean.
1: So tickets are available, postwrestling.com/slash live. Tickets are going for $25, twenty five dollars, twenty dollars if you are a patron on the Post Wrestling Cafe. And uh we've got a new edition of Up Next. I am on the show this week with Braden Harrington. And then Friday, Way and I are back on the cafe with reviews of both Raw and Nitro from July thirteenth, nineteen
0: ninety-eight. Yeah, John's got Nitro, I've got Raw and we will talk about um, who won and who lost during the thick of the Monday Night War so it was actually a really interesting review we just did it, so hopefully you all like it Check it out, great show and uh, thank you to all
1: the callers today this was one where um, mm-hmm. I didn't know what, what the, the caller response would be like and we got yeah. quite a lot of calls, we were full of them for the entire show, and you can catch us each and every week Thursdays, 3pm Eastern Time here on the Cafe Hangout
0: Yeah, that's about it. Sorry, my brain scrambled today.
1: Goodbye.